I can't tell you how many times it happens, it happens all the time, that I come in ready to say one thing, but a thought hits me at the last moment, and I've got to go with that one, or something in the song. And so it's interesting, because last night and at this Mass, we had exactly this refrain for the responsorial psalm, but at the last Mass, and I didn't go check the text if it was an option, we used a different uh, refrain that we sang about six, seven, eight times. It said, Lord, make us turn to you. Let us see your face, and we shall be saved. It's, I, I like this one very much because it's, it's, it's a command to the Lord. Lord, make us turn to you. I liken it to this. Have, have you ever done this with your child or grandchild who is real obstinate and not doing what they should do, and, and you can't even give them a focus, and you grab their head like this, and you say, look at me, look at me, because you want them to look and listen. Look at me. And that's what I hear us saying to God in that verse, uh, last path. Lord, make us turn to you. Make us turn to you. And please, Lord, let us see your face, because we know the Jews believe this. If you ever did look at the face of God, you would die because he's too much. He's just too great. So in this, in this command of the Lord, make us turn to you, let us see your face, because you know what will happen, Lord? It'll save us if we connect with you. And that is what I think this whole season of Advent is about. And it does this or says this in several ways. The first reading, we hear Jeremiah say it three times in similar language. The days are coming, says the Lord, any day now, any day now. And this any day now is the promises of God will be fulfilled, and he will send the Savior. So you would think the prophets said it for many, many years, not just like four weeks for Advent, for many, many years. They should have been ready. Look what they did. The majority. They didn't see. They didn't hear. They didn't recognize. So this is a very alerting first reading because it begs the question if we might also miss the presence of the Lord in our midst or even within ourselves. The second reading is a testimony to the proof that you have seen the face of God. Brothers and sisters, the Lord will pour out an abundance of ability to love and the fruitfulness of love. And it encourages and exhorts us in Christ Jesus to follow the Lord and live according to the gospel. And when we do that, the promise is that we will know Christ in our life. So we come to Advent, and then we focus on something else completely different. Well, it's connected. It's connected to the end of the year, and then it begins the year. So it's like back-to-back. And Luke tells us in this version today in the gospel, uh, the days are coming. The Lord's going to come back again. And when he does this end of time, uh, you better be ready because it's going to be like calamities and everything's going to be a mess. We'll be in dismay, but you've got to stand erect and be ready. Be alert. You have to welcome the Lord coming back and be ready for that to happen. This is the language. We celebrate it uh, symbolically in three different ways or three different aspects of it. We are preparing for Christmas Day. That's why the four weeks there on the four candles. So that on the 25th, we go back in time nearly 2,000 years ago 
to celebrate the birthday of Jesus the Christ. We're remembering the past. But the readings, especially the gospel, tell us to look to the future, as does Jeremiah. The days are coming. The days are coming when the Lord will come again. Are we ready to meet him there? We, it's easy to meet him on the day of Christmas, remembering this beautiful feast. But are we ready for this one? We don't even like to think of this one. But neither of those is, in a sense, the reality that really connects us because we don't know what tomorrow will bring. We don't even know what the rest of this day will bring. So how do we plan on something we don't even know when, when it's going to come? And, and we go back in time. That's beautiful. It's sweet. It's lovely. But it's over. The birthday of Christ happened. It doesn't happen again. We just remember it. But what is real and really real is this moment, this hour, this minute. We are invited to meet Christ at the end of time and when he first came into the world, born into this world, but we're really invited to open up now. And if we could have missed him there, or some did, if we could miss him here as we are in dismay, are we going to miss him here? And so every time we come together in liturgy, the whole point is we come together to support one another in this communal effort, not just personal, but communal effort to welcome the Lord into our church, into our lives, so that we can become a better people. I listen to the news a lot of times just kind of halfway because it's so distressing. Oh, my God, I, I, I just think, you know, sometimes I wonder if, if, if we are even human, if we're human. Not us, others, of course. But no, people that, I mean, every single day I hear of people killing people, even their own family members, and just, it's crazy. I don't understand it. I, I really don't understand. I don't understand carrying guns around and all. But, but I can't understand pulling one out and actually pulling a trigger with the intention of killing someone. When I, when I read that, it, it, it's almost like it's, it's crazy or it's a dream, but people really do that, and I know they do. That's the extreme. But there's a lot of other things that go on that, that we have some culpability in, and we can, we can change it. So I'm listening to the news the other day, and this pops up. I listened to it, and I, I, I just wasn't aware that it was... Uh, this prevalent. So I checked it out on the internet because I just wanted to see if the figures or numbers were the same. Sure enough, it said this, extinction, extinction rates are rising by a factor of up to 1,000 above natural rates. Now, in case there's some children here who don't know what extinction is, extinction is this. Um, we have chihuahuas, lovely little puppies. But for whatever reason, maybe a sickness or, or people are snatching them up and doing crazy things, and eventually they, they become extinct. There's no more chihuahuas. Well, didn't you have a chihuahua? There aren't any more. On the whole earth, on the whole earth, they're extinct. It says extinction rates are up, a thousand above the natural rates. Then it says this, and this caught my ear. Every hour, three species disappear. Now, it's talking animals, insects, plants, species of whatever. Every hour on this planet, three species disappear. Every day, up to 150 species are lost. Every year, between 18,000 and 55,000 species become extinct. 
Now, you may disagree and say these are not facts, but I'm going to trust that they are. And if they are, I find them very alarming. And, and it's almost incomprehensible to me. First of all, first of all, how many species are there? I, I, somebody can Google this later and tell me if you want, but I'm just curious if there's any estimate of how many millions or billions of species there are, even in the insect world, even like with beetles. There's probably something like 1,200 species of beetles. Really? God is just amazing in his creative creative powers and, and the gift that he gave to this universe and the way it all balances and one supports another or becomes food for the other or whatever. It's all part of this incredible mystery of life. And to think that we could be extincting, if that's a verb, I just made it up, extincting uh, parts of this universe. So I read things. I remember one stands out in my head in San Bernardino or out in the desert, um, uh, that there was some kind of a gray-horned owl or something, and they were only in this one area, and maybe it was a, like a few blocks wide. It just was a primo area for them, and they decided to build a parking lot and some homes, and it wiped them out. They're gone, gone forever. So that we put little value sometimes, I think, on creation, or we don't even think of the, of the possible effects of this. We wipe out species so that we can have another parking lot. I don't know. Are we any different than this? We don't, we don't see who it is or what it is or how this has come about. We don't see that this is part of the promise. And so if we can be blind to wiping out parts of creation, if some were blind to meeting this Christ and knowing who he was, if some, I'm sure, will be blind when the end comes and, and will deny the very coming, I'm sure. But what about right now? Do we need to be blind here? Or do we need the words of this liturgy and all of this Advent? Wake up. Listen. Look. Be alert. Meet the Lord because the Lord is here to meet you and me. And as we open ourselves to this Advent season, it's all about becoming aware. Awareness is a pretty big thing. And when we are aware of what is or what can be, what we could do, that's where all the power comes alive for us. So this Advent season, it's personal, it's very personal, it's very individual, but it's primarily communal. We are called together as church to celebrate this. And in case we uh, go home today and you fell asleep during part of my homily and I mentioned the wreath and then, uh, like a priest said to me yesterday, I couldn't believe this, a priest I know said to me, are you guys going to have an Advent wreath in your church? I said, what planet do you live on? I I've never heard of a church not having the Advent wreath. Really? But what if you didn't hear my reference to it and then you go home and somebody said, well, what did you think of the Advent wreath? Oh, was there an Advent wreath? I, I, I didn't see it. Uh, that could be the whole of Advent. So the church is very smart. It doesn't just do one candle. It's like every week prior for four weeks, wake up, wake up, wake up, be alert, be alert, be alert. The Lord is coming as we celebrate the past. The Lord is coming as we look forward to the future. But the Lord is here. The Lord is here and near. Open up and receive the light of this Christ.